This is The View from the Gladys Street, a podcast by the fans for the fans, as we go on the terraces to discuss all the big talking points at Everton Football Club. Hello everybody and welcome to The View from the Gladys Street podcast, the latest in a series of special edition fan podcasts featuring a host of Everton fans. If you've never listened to us before and this is your first time, let me tell you a little bit about the show. First of all, this is an Everton fan podcast where fans from all different ages and backgrounds are invited on to have their say about the latest news coming out of Everton Football Club. I'm your host, Ian Kroll. Today's guests are all avid followers of Everton Football Club. With me, I have View from the Gladys Street regular, Tom Clark. I'm making his debut and chomping at the bit to speak is Mark Crotty. Fellas, welcome. The transfer window is closed. It's slammed shut at 5pm on Thursday evening. It's been a frantic couple of hours. We might as well get straight into it. Richarlison, Lucas Digne, Bernard, Yeri Mina, Andre Gomez on loan, and Kurt Zuma at the time of this recording to be confirmed on loan. Are we happy with the quality and calibre of players that have come in? Absolutely made up. I think that's a statement. I think we've made, if not the best sign in the Premier League this window. We really made a statement that we're going to push this year and uh, maybe take some of the um, some time to get going. But I really think we've had a quality window there. It was a bit shaky, and Silva wasn't too happy towards the uh, the end of it. But coming deadline day like that is quality. I'm really happy now. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, agree more. I think um, what he's done for me this summer is what hasn't happened for many summers. He's, he's actually bought quality, but he's bought quality in positions that we as fans all think we need the players in. Whereas last year, he was, you know, Kerman was buying number 10s, he had left second centre, and we saw Lukaku never got a striker, and the whole squad was unbalanced. But it looks like Silver and Brands have come in, assessed that quickly, got rid of a lot of dead wood with more to go, and actually bought the quality in the areas that we need. Um, we needed the centre half, looks like we've got, hopefully, we've got two. We needed the creative midfield, we've got one. We needed an attacking pacey winger, we've got one. You know, all positions are getting filled, and Looks like they're buying into silver. A lot of these players have already said they've come because of the chats with silver, and it's gone from a bit of pessimism to complete optimism yeah, in the space yeah. of a few days. Here. So yeah, I'm delighted with the with the, with the signings, and and I'm also with the delight with the dead wood that they're getting rid of as well. So yeah, been a really good window. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, just so you know, guys, it's quarter past six as we speak. Um, before we came in here, we we Vizuma wasn't confirmed as of yet, was he? But um. Mark assured me that he's going to refresh his phone every uh, five <laughs> yeah, or ten minutes just to make sure that, and, and hopefully by the end of the day, the recording, the podcast, we might have a, mm-hmm. a confirmation of, of Zuma. Um, so we're happy with the quality and calibre of the players. Um, is it enough? Is it enough, Tom? Yeah, I think um, some people say we need the striker as well to back us up, but we have got a few there now. We've got Toss and Nias, uh, Calvert-Lewin there as well, the young one, and then um, Sandro. He's stuck around, I'm not sure if he will leave before the end of the window, but he's still there. So we've got options, um, different options as well. They're not all the same thing up front. So uh, in, other, in other areas, the ones we needed, we've pretty much got what we wanted. As, as, um, as we've said, but what's it called? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm happy with uh, what we've got. And I think moving into the new season, as I said, it will take time for them to settle in. But what we've got, I'm definitely happy with. Mark, have we definitely got enough? We we probably got enough backup, but have we got enough backup that's quality enough to come in when when needed most? I think so. I think it's it's going to be a long term thing, isn't it? So I think if you're judging it as a start, I think the start is really really good. I think next summer again, 
Jags is out of contract and leave, Baines is out of contract and leave, Williams is out of contract and leave, and so they can they can add two or three more again next summer. And so over the course of the next two or three years, what I'd expect by the end of that two or three years, we should be in a position to say, this is the team that Silver's built. So for the start, I think it's really good, I think it's really positive. Like I say, he's identified the position straight away that we need and, and got them in. Um, so as a start, I'm really happy, yeah, because it's not going to be built overnight, is it? Quite different to the previous regime really of just just yeah. going out there and buying buying players just pretty much for the sake of it we've obviously we've gone out there and targeted players haven't we definitely uh, we were all excited this time last year but let's be honest with him yeah you know when we all came through the door i remember being buzzing and thinking yeah this is great but actually when you sat back and thought about it it was like where are all these going to fit in and then you thought oh Kuma must have a plan mm-hmm. and actually you never when we watched them we had three number tens playing left right no striker it was all over the place and, and the quality wasn't good enough either. Right now though, I can see what Silva's plan is, I can see what he's going to do. He's got a set system, he wants them all to fit into that and all these players are going to be designed to actually fit into to his way of playing and so I can see a plan now and obviously a mention from Marcel Brands who must be part of that too. Uh, identifying players with silver and getting these deals done. Um, little South American flavour to it all, which is which is really good because obviously that silver's uh, language the, the, the you know the Brazilians coming through the door they'll all be able to communicate and get the ground running. Really happy, really impressed, optimistic. Um, as ever so many are, and uh, you know let let let's hope it is the start of a new era. Yeah, Tom, we just touched on it there just a minute ago that Silver has you know come out in the media and being clearly frustrated over the past couple of weeks. Um, obviously perceived by lack of signings and missed targets, but he's got to be happy, hasn't he, with what's just happened today? Yeah, I think he's, uh, what he said, we've pretty much gone out and got. I think the areas he wasn't happy with, obviously centre half, you could see him shaking his head on the touchline when things were going wrong with the back in pre season, especially uh, Jags and Keane. But I think we've addressed those areas hopefully with Zuma and Amina coming in and all the other areas he wanted as well. So I think uh, he'll definitely be happy with the transfer window now. And I think that little partnership between Silver and Brands is blossoming because um, I, de- I definitely think he'll be happy going into the season. It will take time for those to fit in as well. I don't think they'll be thrown in straight away against Wolves. But I think um, after a few games, maybe we're being fit again and things like that, we'll, we'll properly get going uh, later on in the season. Just, just to touch on the, the two players then before today's deadline that we, we look like we're going to sign, Bernard and Mina. Um, is it a negative thing? That, well, it obviously is a negative thing, but is it, is it going to affect us in any way? He hasn't played since February. He hasn't, he's not going to be... He might be fit, but he's not going to be match fit. He's obviously doubtful that he's going to be thrown in against Wolves, maybe on the bench, but is, it, is that going to be a bad thing for us? Um, I think it's a long-term plan really, isn't it? I think yeah, it's a good sign for the long-term. I don't think he'll be ready for a good few weeks, maybe not just Wolves, but uh, maybe a month or so, um, having not played since February. And he was a free free agent as well. We want to see what's going on, how come no one else is coming in for him, stuff like that. How come Shakhtar let him go? Obviously, there's a, there's a bit of assessment to be going on. I'm sure there'll be no stuff behind the scenes, but it will take a while for him to settle in. And uh, it needs to be seen what role he's going to play as well, maybe in the front three. But um, I th- it will take him a while to set in along with the other signings, maybe with him a little bit longer. But I'm really excited to see Bernard and uh, what he can do. Marco quite strong in that area anyway, so if he doesn't play against Wolves or even the next couple of games, we mm. should should be fine. But is it is it a worry? No, it's not a worry. I think I agree with what Tom just said. I think it's. Um, I've spoken to a few fans and a few mates and stuff who've said they're quite fixated on Wolves. We've got to be ready for Wolves. We've got to be ready for Wolves. And I agree with that. We still want three points. I'm more concerned about how this looks for the future. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and Bernard's not going to be ready for Saturday. 
Um, yeah, I think it was March the 9th was his last game that I read, and so yeah, it's five months now without a game. Um, it's going to take him a few weeks of, of, of fitness, but I think I read an interview today with, with, with Silver who said, I'm going to have to maybe have a second pre-season for the players who've just come in and to, to help them gel. Mina's only just returned to Sainan this week. Um, Gomez has picked up an injury in pre-season in that Champions Trophy against Spurs. I'm not sure about if, if, if Zuma does sign, I'm not sure about his fitness. He might be one that's ready now after pre-season. But yeah, it could be September, October before we're actually seeing Marco Silva's first eleven. But between now and then we should still have enough quality in the squad to, to fill in and get these results because the run fixtures yeah. is actually quite favourable, isn't it? So so fingers crossed we can get to Wolves, Southampton, Bournemouth, we can get to these fixtures with the with the, with the squad and still pick up the points ready for these players to, to step in when they're ready as well. And just on Mina then, I'll, I'll stick with you Mark, that should we read too much into the fact that he played very little for Barcelona last season? Um, no, because he only came in January, didn't he? Um, and obviously, the, you know, the, the likes of PK and that are settled there, it, it, he's not just going to go straight in. I think the World Cup has um, increased his, his, you know, people are more aware of him now. Because um, of the goals he scored in the World Cup and stuff, but I don't think we've bought him on that. From what I heard, we were in for him before the World Cup, so uh, it's not based on that. It might not have helped us that he's actually done well in the World Cup, but yeah. we might have been able to get him for less. But um, no, I think we've got to look at his career as a whole. He's only 23, he was highly rated, he's big and strong, exactly what we've lacked, brilliant in the air, and he's going to be a threat actually from set pieces for us going forward as well, isn't he? But, if we can, uh, can bed him in quickly, um, I think we need to get behind him and give the lad a chance, yeah. Tom, then Everton are clearly crying out for a leader at the back. Like We haven't had one um, for years, really, at the back. Is he, is he that type of player? Do you think he can be that type of player? Yeah, I think it'll take him a while to settle in to establish himself as a leader. I don't think he could come in straight away and be a leader. Obviously, he's yeah, big physically, he's about 6 or 5. Um, but I think it will take him a while to settle in to become a leader, but maybe in the future, if it's a long-term signing and he's going to stay with Everton, then he will establish himself as a leader. But I think for now, just uh, let, him get his, let, let him get his feet on the table and see how he does at the start. And um, I think in the future he could be a leader if he has to, to stick around. It's important that he's a leader, Mark, do you think? We need that leader. I don't know if it's going to be him. Um, Jags, Jags was always there. I always thought he was a good centre half, but he was never a leader, was he? He was never a, a shouter or whatever. Um, Pickford seems to be that sort of character where he's he's barking out instructions and whatever. Um, remains to be seen what Lucas Senior is like. Um, so we need our leader in the team. I don't know where that's going to come from. Um, and out of the signings, like like Tom just said, could it be Mina if Zuma gets over the line? Is he a shouty character or? A leader from the back. The only one in the squad that's been there for a while and who would give the captaincy tomorrow is is Seamus Coleman, and I'm hoping mm. that sort of follows uh, what I've just said in terms of progression this season. Jags shouldn't be in the side anymore, and therefore we do need a new captain, and that should be Coleman. I think he'd be the one to, to lead at the moment. One, because he's got that natural ability about him, anyway, but two, he's been there the longest out of everyone that's playing now. Uh, and, and gets Everton so I think for me there's your leader for now and then we might need to look maybe next year about getting getting a proper captain in. I, I don't know uh, in terms of well, we, we touched about this in the last podcast but um, the captaincy um, was, would this not be the perfect time to, to swap the captaincy now 100% yeah 100% get Coleman the captain uh, man tomorrow 
let him let him lead the team out on Saturday. Um, it, it stank some goodbye to Jack Hilker as far as I'm concerned. He was a good centre half, not taking that away from him. He was never a captain, never a leader, uh, and I think Seamus Coleman's that natural step up now. Uh, so, for, so for me, yeah, he should be. You get that captain's arm man tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. You think, Tom? Yeah, I said in the last podcast. Uh, uh, keep Jags as the captain, but this couple of weeks have just completely changed yeah. that. I think uh, his performances in pre-season have just been a bit, just completely changing around as well as the new signings of hopefully Zuma and Mina. So I think he, obviously he's not going to be captain anymore, so captain needs to be on the pitch. So it's got to be Seamus Coleman really, hasn't it? Especially with uh, Baines probably not going to be there anymore with Dean as well. So Seamus Coleman's definitely the obvious one, yeah. Given the transfer window that we've had then, obviously we've had a, a really strong deadline day. Do you think... Everton still struggle to attract that big name player. Um, possibly at the moment, yeah, but because we're not attractive at the moment, are we? We just finished eighth under the most miserable football ever. Um, got no Europe to offer. There's lots of chopping and changing, and so I'm, I'm actually quite impressed with the caliber of players we've actually bought. Um, the next step is going to be, you know, if we can get into Europe and then eventually get into the Champions League, attracting them players. Um, I'm quite surprised we've managed to attract the likes of Bernard and 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 yeah, I mean, and, and, yeah. and whatever. So I think the caliber of players we bought now is definitely a step up already from what we've got. Um, the marquee signing, I think Mercedes desperate for a marquee signing, a world name. That's not going to happen yet. Um, they've got to build towards that. But I'm comfortable with that as a fan. I think, I think it's got to be Champions League football to get that, or like ridiculous money, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's got to be Champions League football. That's what the that's what the uh, the, the marquee players want, isn't it? Um, but you know, as I say, the the best way to get there is then get the next level down, isn't it? And I think that's where we've bought this summer. I think I think Richarlison's going to. Um, make a few people sit up and mm-hmm. take notice and stop talking about his fee um, because I think the lad's got undoubted talent and, and, and with the work rate and with him being happy on the silver I think he, he can push Everton on and then we'll hope another step up and push Everton on and the long term what we'll call has got to be Champions League and that's when the big the big big players will hopefully uh, start looking at Everton then. yeah absolutely so what's your take on it then because obviously it, in the Everton bubble, we're, as fans, we're, we're big, aren't we? We're huge. <laughs> yeah. We are, we, we always say it. But from the outside, looking in, like, are, are we big? Um, not to the big clubs. I don't think they see us as a big team, but obviously we think of ourselves as that. But I think there's obviously the big six. Um, loads have been said about the big six and the gulf between them and the rest of the, t- the team in the Premier League at the moment. And it's a, it's a shame that we are being lumped in with the rest of the Premier League. But I think with these signs we've made, and considering as well, a lot of the signings, uh, bigger teams in the top six have been fighting with us for, for them signings and we've ended up coming on, on top and getting them. So I think yeah, that's got to put us up there as one of the big teams and hopefully we're pushing them in uh, the big six this year. Yeah. Um, quick word then on our goings. Um, Rounds has managed to clear quite a bit of the deadwood. Obviously, Williams, Morales. I think um, Ajay Bessic was going to Middlesbrough and Martina. All happy to see those four leave. Yeah, Bezic fell through last minute. Right, okay. Um, but I think he can still go on now, can't yeah. he? Because that's open until 31st. Yeah, there's, I think we've got there's a few and, and Rooney and, and Maury and people like that. Um, so, as far as I'm aware, that's still on the books that I'd still get rid of at the moment. So, uh, Blazic, you should probably go on now. Um, Martin has got to go, hasn't he? Pennington probably go on now. Uh, and maybe one or two more. Um, 
but again another good job isn't it because I look at them players and think who want to buy you they, they, they've been that bad they've been that poor and poor attitude most of them um, I think they've done an unbelievable job like going back to this, what I was saying before about getting these players in it's a good start getting rid of what we've had to get rid of is a good start as well there was no way we were going to get rid of 15, 16 players in one summer um, but they've managed to get us a good half of that uh, and I'd expect over the next year especially like I say next year Jags, Baines, Williams, contacts are open there'll be one or two more going out I think by this time next year when transfer deadline day is over if you compare squads from now to then it's just going to be a completely different squad yeah. um, and it's all about building isn't it building for the future and, and so yeah um, there's not one player that we've got rid of that we've thought oh, I'd have kept it yeah. no, just not even Rooney no, I wanted Wayne to go. I wanted Wayne to go before it started getting, you know, like the down down the Barclay route and whatever. Because I can just it, it was just gonna go a bit toxic with him. I think his legs have gone a bit like Jags now. Uh, so I think he's made the right move going to America and getting out of here. Uh, and I wish him well. Hope he's as well out there. But yeah, made up for the outgoings as well. To be honest. So we've discussed Kevin Morales plenty of times in this podcast. <laughs> um, not all positive really, I think the only positive came after the, the 22-0 win, wasn't it, 23-0 yeah. win. Um, are you happy that he's, he's not even off the books really, he's still on loan isn't he, so yeah. technically he could still come back. Yeah, we spoke last time about the, uh, the, how odd it was for the, these players of that age to go out on loan, I mm. think uh, you constantly get rid of them really, yeah. just happy to get rid of them, I don't think anyone really wants to buy on a permanent deal, so just to get rid of them all, uh, anyway, I'm happy to just... To be to be off our books, but uh, he had he had a strong he had a strong preseason, which is a uh, which is interesting. But I, I think it, it definitely was time for him to go. So for anyone to come in and get him, I think uh, we've got to be glad of anyone coming in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right then. So expectations for the new season. Obviously, we're all on a bit of a high now. <laughs> quite a bit of optimism. What realistically, what are we what are we saying? Still going with seventh. To be honest, I don't think I don't think we're ready for, to break the top six. But hopefully next, like the year after or in coming years, hopefully we will break that top six. But I think the gulf is too big at the moment, and for us to establish ourselves, maybe push the top six more than we have. I know we did in a couple of years back, but I think to, to fully establish that um, and push push the top six, get us get ourselves in there as one of the big clubs. I think that's what we're looking to do this year, and it's a bit of a consolidating year this year for us to kind of get the squad ready because we are building, we are a team in progress so I think just for ourselves to get get ourselves in there, maybe get a few wins over the big clubs, get our names in there as one of them and then hopefully push on from there. Yeah. Mark, considering the torrid season that we had last season and still to finish mm-hmm. finish eighth, do you agree with Tom that seventh is good enough as well as the money that we've, that we've just spent this summer? I, I'll be honest, I, I was talking about teammates and I was saying I'm not even looking about where we might finish this season. I think we've got to even go back further and say I want to start enjoying going to match again. Mm. I want to start seeing us play nice football, score a few goals, start entertaining us again, start seeing that there's a plan on the pitch, start seeing that the players know what they're doing, start seeing that they're buying into what Silver wants to do. And go from there. I think that's what I want to see this season. But that comes with results and winning games. Of course, it? yeah, yeah. Because I think, you know, we can we can set targets out now. We've no idea how this team's going to gel. We've no idea how Silver's methods might go across to the player. I can sit here and say, yeah, I hope we push the top six. I think if I, as long as I see progress this season and see how we're playing, see how we, obviously we want the results to happen. Um, 
I think that'll go hand in hand with results. So if they if they do get the ball rolling and do settle well and do gel well, get the new players integrated, buy into what Silver's doing, entertainers, I think I'll be happy this season. If that brings a cup run or even a trophy this season, then obviously that's just going to be unbelievable. But I think this time next year we'll be sitting here saying, right, now I know what I want to do this season. I want everyone to be pushing top four or whatever. Um, I think. Man City and Liverpool I think are going to be the top two but I think a couple of the next four teams are a little bit vulnerable at the moment yeah well, I thought that Tottenham yeah. having spent Man United yeah. obviously what is deemed to be in turmoil Chelsea yeah. and Arsenal both new managers yeah. it's kind of yeah. you don't know what's going to happen with them do you at all no. so if there's one team that could break into it you mm. would hope it would be us and that's it and if we do settle well on the silver I think as the season goes on you might be able to have that aim of saying oh, we might be able to push that but to start off with, first 10-15 games, I'm just looking to see have we settled, can we play some nice football this season, what are the new players settling in, uh, and small baby steps for me, because I've been guilty in the past of going, yeah, top four for us this season, oh, we're going to do this, do that, and it's just fell on my face, so small baby steps for me, I just want to see first 10-15 games, how we settle, uh, and go from there, yeah. for me. Right, just moving on slightly then, Tom, we don't we don't really see the inner workings of the club as fans, but... Um, just the partnership between Brands and Silver, how is it perceived from you? Because we've had this similar partnership before in Cumin and Walsh, and it almost looked forced in a way. It didn't didn't really fit, uh, even though that's what we told it was going to happen. But obviously, since obviously the appointment of both, how's that looked? Um, I don't think it's a proper strong relationship between them yet. I think um, obviously with Marco Silver, obviously unhappy couple of weeks ago over what was going on. I don't think they've properly established a strong partnership just yet, but it's a promising one. And it's one, I think when they did the press conference together earlier this summer, when we just looked at and thought that's going to be professional, that's going to take us into the future. And uh, there's going to be a partnership very successful over the next few years, hopefully. But uh, I do think it's, it's, it's a work in progress. I don't think they've got a very strong partnership just yet, but hopefully in the future that'll blossom because it does seem to have, uh, in the end, worked out well. So uh, hopefully that's one that will blossom and they'll grow to work really well together. Mark, are you, are you happy with the partnership so far? Yeah, I, I disagree slightly with Tom on that aspect. I think it was more of a dig at the board for not delivering the players. I think Silver's job and for myself and the job is to identify the types of players, the players and the positions that they want and then it's up to them to go to the board and say, right, we need you to go out and get them players. That's how I, I've always thought it worked. Um, from what I know and from what I've heard as well, Brands has actually stepped in the last couple of weeks because he's been unhappy himself with how slow things are going. Um, mm. So it wouldn't surprise me if he's actually pushed a couple of these deals through himself. Um, so I'd say from the outside looking in, because the, they've both been very quiet, haven't they? You don't really, I was saying the other day about Silver's um, interviews and pieces, he's very quiet, very like he's, yeah. he seems like keeping himself out of the media and stuff like yeah. that behind the scenes, sort of manager. Um, and again, we've hardly heard from brands as well, so I can only go on what I've seen and what I've heard and what I know and whatever. And it looks like they've, they've, they've got the same ideas, which is good, which hopefully they'll go into that. Uh, I think they want that sort of commitment uh, from the board now, getting the players and not leaving it till 10 to 5 on deadlines next year. I think it needs to be a bit of a better plan, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you know they're working together um, and fingers crossed, yeah, continue to work together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, couldn't agree more on obviously it's certainly certainly is positive. Um just a couple of players then that um that we were that have stayed at the club. Um 
obviously Kieran Dahl is uh, has come back from his loan. Uh, Tom Davis, Luke uh, Lukeman, and Balassi. Um, where where are they going to fit in? Interesting, isn't it? Because you know Dahl got a lot of experience yeah. last year on loan. Tom Davis, personally, I thought he could have done with going out on loan last year because he, he did struggle towards the last end of last season. Luckman, you know, clearly uh, wanted by Brands and, mm-hmm. and Silver. Um, and there was rumours that he was going to go, but, and, and Balassi, obviously, a player who just kind of hasn't cut it really at Everton. Four players there, um, where are they going to fit in? I think, I was talking to the lads about Silver says about um, having a core. 22 and he's two players in his position so it's a battle plus maybe a few youngsters who are going to work with the group what i think you'll see this year is the likes of kenny dal uh tom davis and, and lewin i think them four in particular um will be in and around the group every every single day working with the players getting used to silver's methods seeing how they work seeing what he wants and they might get the odd occasion uh in the first team and stuff like that and they might also help under 23s oh, but I think this year is the learning curve for mm. them I think he wants to see them day in day out see how they react if they react well and, and they're still pushing then obviously he, he, they're going to get more games if they don't he might send them out on loan but I think he wants to see them day in day out particularly them for to see how they get on uh, I think he thinks more of Luckman I think Luckman will be uh, in and around his first team if if he wants to stay. Hmm. Uh, if we get through till the thirty first, then you're still here. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Transfer windows closed, yeah. and you know European teams can still yeah. still buy our players. They um, said today. I mean, Myers was on Sky Sports before saying that he's been told that Luckman's one hundred percent staying, going nowhere. So the season as a big part of the plans, which is positive, and I hope that is the case. Uh, I'd like to see more of him. So if you'd have your, your core 22, a few youngsters around the squad, so he's got a, a 25, 26 players to work with. It still leaves a few more uh, on the sidelines and I think Balassi may well see himself going abroad before the end of the window uh, along with maybe Cuco Martin and um, and I think Sandro, I think Sandro might end up back in Spain um, because you'd have Richarlison, Luckman, Walcott, Bernard who can all play on the wing so there's not going to be any any, any sort of space for them but yeah. uh, that, 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 I mean that's my opinion, it might well be wrong but I think at the moment he wants that core squad with a few youngsters to, to start buying into the way he wants because that's the way Everton are going to play uh, under his stewardship without a doubt. Yeah. Tom, is um, just on the local younger players then, like Sadal and Davis and, and Lewin, um, are they going to, do you think they'll feature? Do you think they deserve to feature? Yeah, I think they're players you can and easily play in first team football at this stage of the career, but uh, they probably will get shoved into that category with mentioned as to say the younger players who will be working with the squad. And they'll maybe make a few things off the bench or cover when, when they're needed, when there's injuries or suspensions and stuff like that. But you do need to be playing first team football at this stage of the career. And I think uh, Tom Davis kind of got shoved in the first team picture and maybe he won't feature this, this season as much as he has in recent seasons because maybe he might not need it as much as he was. But um, he does need to be playing football. Obviously, we love him as Everton fans, but um, he will be there and thereabouts. But I think um, Dal went alone last year, didn't he? He showed his uh, quality in the. In the um, in the championship and in pre-season he's looked quite strong, he's looked, uh, he's looked much older as a player and more mature so it'll be, uh, it'll be good to see how he does but um, I think we do need cover in the number 10 position behind Sigurdsson so I'm quite happy he's sticking around to be honest. One thing that I'll say about um, Davis which I felt sorry for him towards the end of last season is because we were obviously not playing well, results technically weren't maybe going our way and the pressure was too much for him for a, a young player 
the likes of Dal kind of flourished at Nottingham Forest where the pressure wasn't on him too much and did maybe the fans did put too much pressure on Davis it was toxic last year wasn't it I think everyone I mean fans were fighting in the stands never mind yeah. having a go at the players it was just a horrible horrible season um, game in game out with the managers that were there the, the players that were there it was just horrible and you're right and, that, and that's not a nice atmosphere for for some tape I mean we keep forgetting don't we still, I think he's 18 or 19 still very young he's still rolling around on a skateboard down the pier and stuff he's a kid um, I've been guilty of having a go around myself he's not good enough and whatever but he might it's just a frustration that you feel yeah. and he might flourish he might flourish under silver and that's why going back to my previous point I think silver wants him in and around the squad day in day out on the training field to see what he can do with them, can he, you know, because Silva's got a reputation for working with players and improving players, a bit like the other fellow across the park, he wants to work with the players mm. and improve them, it's not just about putting them on a field and yep. go and do your best, this is about improving them as players, and what a fantastic opportunity the likes of John Joe Kenny and Davis and Dahl uh, and Carl Lewin have got now to, to work under that and work with better quality players uh, in a more happy environment, in a, in a style of football that hopefully entertains us you know it, 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 it's 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 promising uh, and I hope them four in particular stick around because um, I'd love to see one or two if not more of them progress and get into the first team full time yeah. but I don't think the, or, 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 I don't think they're ready now I think they just need to be with the group lane and then hopefully in the future um, they're ready to step in and, and do the job that Silver wants them to do so yeah Mark, you got news there for us on Zoom, have you? Well, it's not official, but... Um, <laughs> bit of refreshing. Bit of refreshing's going on, saying that it looks like Everton is a done deal. Uh, be confirmed imminently. Uh, for care Zoom to join us on loan, which I'll be absolutely delighted with. I'll be honest with you, at the start of today, I didn't think, I honestly didn't think we'd get two centre-backs. I honestly didn't think it'd be the case. So, the um, fact that it's, it's me and Eden and uh, Zuma, two players who obviously going to be a bit of a handle for strikers um, I'm delighted to be honest I think we need pace up the back I mean it's not meant to be the fastest and that's why I'm delighted with the zoomer because as a partnership that should flourish it's both powerful but Silva wants to play quite a high line doesn't he and, mm. and what we've noticed in pre-season as soon as a ball is played in the channels we're done it's a goal none of our defenders can get back Jacks can't, can't run no more Keane can't turn as soon as the ball plays in between them, they're done. What we've needed is that recovery pace. If someone that does get in behind, we've actually got a centre-back now. We should be able to catch up and, and, and at least hold them up and allow the rest of the defence to get back. Um, I think, was it Ren that we played the other week? All four goals, like we've seen, the little balls inside the channel. I mean, we just done. And it was getting it was getting a bit embarrassing. Um, so if pre-season quickly forgotten there the results in pre-season after the day of we've course, just had yeah and that's what it's all about isn't it it's getting the players in um, so fingers crossed that is confirmed as official and I'd, if he's fit which I believe he is because he's been playing for Chelsea in pre-season um, I'd be even tempted to throw him on Saturday and just get him straight in um, so yeah let's see what happens alright then forgetting the circus Tom that is deadline day <laughs> Um, okay, we've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed. We, we're allowed to enjoy one deadline day every now and again, aren't we? Um, it is easy to forget that we've got a match on Saturday. <laughs> deadline day shuts usually, and we've already played football games. But this is our first Premier League game. Mark, you said you didn't want to put too much emphasis mm-hmm. on the game, um, but it's, Tom, it's still massive in it. Away to Wolves, R five. 
Um, it's not going to be easy, is it? No matter what, no matter what you say. No, we've said about these first bar fixtures. The uh, the like quite exciting in terms of we could win, if not all of them, maybe pick up points from all of them anyway. But um, I think this one maybe one of the hardest, if not the hardest, with some of the signings Wolves have brought in. But they've had a strong deadline day as well. Mm-hmm. With some of the signings they brought in, um, one of them was a player once a while ago, Leander Dendonca from um, on the left, and a few others, the Portuguese players they brought in. They really have got some quality. I'm not sure how long that's going to take for them to all gel together, but I do think they've got massive quality there, and they will be a team that challenges. So um, hopefully, some of the players will be ready to go straight in on Saturday, as we blatantly need, as we've seen in pre-season. I just say Zoom, but I've been made up a few uh, chucked in there, but uh, it, it will take a while. But it will be a difficult, difficult game because they have got a lot of quality now. Wolves, and uh, they pretty much ran through the championship last year, won it by quite a bit. They had a strong uh, attack and defence, but now they've strengthened it even more, and it's definitely Premier League quality now. So they will be a very tough match on Saturday. Would it, Mark, would it bring us back down to earth if we were to get a point or even get even lose? No, I, I, I sort of completely understand what you're saying. Like obviously, it's it's still three points, and they still want to win. Um, but I won't be too down if we get beat because um, I know what's still to come in. I don't know. We've got them now. Um, there's going to be four or five players who will walk into that side eventually that aren't playing on Saturday. Um, saying that on the flip side, I still think we've got a strong enough side to go there and and do well. Um, totally agree with Tom about. Wolves made some really good signings, haven't they? Um, flying, and I hate playing newly promoted sides on the first day. It's a cup final for the minute. First day back in the Premier League, Fulham will be the same, Cardiff will be the same. If you play a newly promoted side away first game, it's a nightmare. Um, so it's going to be a really difficult match on Saturday. Um, if we can come out of that with three points, be even more optimistic. Um, but I won't be dead down beat if we get beat, because as I say, I still think that we're nowhere near the finished article. Uh, this season, so I'll be there cheering them on, hoping for three points. But yeah, let's hope. Absolutely, it's a tough one, though, isn't it? Because the first five games, like Tom said, they're, yeah. they're all winnable games. Yeah. So you know, you'd expect a lot of points. Yeah. And if we don't get the required amount of points, say yeah. between ten and twelve, mm-hmm. then you know the teams that are coming next are the likes of well, obviously Arsenal, mm-hmm. Liverpool, United, mm-hmm. Chelsea, the teams that we we do mm-hmm. struggle against, which we haven't had a good record in the past. So. First half games are so important for this season. If we need, if we, if we want to do well, yeah. Oh, well, I totally agree with that. It's 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 obviously on paper there. You've got to go. Oh, you know, we should be taking fifteen points here, shouldn't we? But um, and with especially if Jordan Pickford comes back in as well, I think that's going to reassure the defense a little bit more because as bad as the defense have been, Steckenberg, it's like playing with an empty net. It just it just seems to go through. Don't it? Do you have a shot? It goes. Yeah. In. Pickford's obviously a, 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 you know, a million times better goalkeeper. I think he'll be a short defence of it. So I'm still optimistic if we'll get the three points on Saturday. I think we're, let's be honest, we're, I think we're better than Wolves. Um, it's just on the day, as I say, it'll be a cup final atmosphere. Um, first game back up for them, half five kickoffs, so everyone's probably had a few sherbets during the day and whatever, and it's going to be a lively game. But yeah, I'm still hopeful we'll pick up them three points. And then Southampton the week after, etc. Um, I just don't think. I think if we never had the day we had today, and then we got beat Saturday, I'd be not only angry, I'd be worried. Yeah. But we've had a good day today now, and even though them plays might not be available Saturday, I know now even if we get beat Saturday, we've still got a chance of of of, of progression this season. So it's not all about the Wolves game. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm saying if we get beat, it's, it's all right. It's not because we're one in every game. Um, I just feel that there's still 
optimism even if we get beat on Saturday that's I think that's the, all I'm trying to say so yeah fingers crossed for three points but so I'm, I, I would just set up do, or do you think do you think um, Silver will be a bit coy a bit defensive do you think he'll go not all out attack but you know be quite positive I think it'll be similar to what he's done um, in pre-season so far he's looking for a 4-3-3 mm-hmm. looking like that I'm not sure if he'll play the two defensive midfielders or one number six and two attacking midfielders which is looks like he what will do later in the season I think he will stick with two defensive midfielders of possibly uh, Schneiderlin and Gay in the first game of the season but um I don't think some of the new signs will be ready. Maybe a couple of them. I can see them all being on the bench. To be honest, I don't think. Um, I'm not sure if any of them will be risked for um, the weekend or just chucked in there straight away. Um, but I do think it'll be similar to what he's done in pre-season so far. Maybe Dean will be put in there ahead of Baines though, because I think they've got strength on the wings. And I think to put Baines in there would be a bit of a risk, mm-hmm. as he's looked a bit of a liability, unfortunately, in pre-season. So uh, I think Dean is ready to go in there. He's had a half football under his belt against the Valencia. And I think um, if any of the new signs are to go straight in, obviously Vishalison's going to start as well um, with the front three. I'm quite looking forward to seeing him. Premier League, to be honest, of Vishalison World Cup tossing up top. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. But hopefully Dean, you know, being there in place of late, late being as well. Yeah. I think the two centre or two hold midfielder, it's always been a bone of contention with Everton fans. I think I wouldn't disagree. Maybe put keeping the, the two old midfielders just for this game. Yeah. I always, if it was me, and it was the you know a team in the in the bottom ten, yeah, yeah. I would always you know even if it was away, just after one old midfielder. But for this one, I don't know whether I'm being too negative, but I think just gives you a, a foundation you're not and a base. Being negative, mate. You're being spot on because he's worried about Keane and Jags, isn't he? Yeah. He's, you know, we're hoping Zuma gets over the line and can get thrown seats in, but the likelihood is he, he won't start on Saturday, so it's going to be Keane and Jagielka. And so them two are going to need as much protection as possible. So I completely agree with Tom. I think it'll be the same team as against Valencia, uh, apart from Pickford and Dinier will come in for Stackenberg and Baines, um, which shows up defence a little bit. They're still vulnerable through the centre, but actually in goal we've got a quality goalie and two quality fullbacks that um I don't like getting Schneiderlin together but I think for this game it's it's gonna have to be. Um or he might just play gay and, and he might throw Tom Davison to, 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 to get up with his energy. Um but yeah there's, there's there's still a couple of options there for Saturday isn't there even with the squad we've got. Um but I, I agree with you maybe I'd, I'd throw Dignan in for being let's get he's he's twenty million pound left back. He's twenty five. He's fit. He's ready. You know what are we waiting for? Get him mm. in. Get him straight in. Baines has been an absolute great buy. Brilliant left back, but his legs have gone. Uh, he can't. He can't run up and down that flank like he can normal. Uh, uh, used to be, but but Zinia can, and that's what we need. That's what we bought him for. Get him in. Get him straight in on Saturday for me. All right then. To finish off, uh, Tom predict predictions. Are we saying a win and scoreline. Um, I'm saying 2 2. I think it, there's been a couple of 2 2s at the start of the season <laughs> yeah. in recent years, and I think this is going to be looking like that as well. I think Wolves are still a settling team with their new signings, and I think we're exactly the same, so it might be a bit leaky. So I can see a 2 2 because we've both got strong attacks, but um, settling defences, so 2 2 from there. Well, I'll, be, I'll go for it, I can see one. I can go down uh, 1 0 early doors. I think yeah. Wolves come off the box flying. I'm hoping that as the, as the game progresses, our, our uh, more Premier League experience and quality will sell them. We'll make the game 2 1. Yeah, um, I'll be honest with you, I was going to go for 2 1 Everton as well. Yeah. But the one prediction that I've got for the season, whether it, it lasts throughout the whole at the back end of the season, expect goals from Everton mm-hmm. and expect them to concede goals as well. 
Um, I just think with the defence, obviously it's going to have to settle. But with the uh, you know the attacking players that we've mm-hmm. got, um, I think it could be, you know, you could see a couple of two twos, three twos, four threes, yeah, and stuff like that. More, yeah. um, so it could be an exciting season, and hopefully it'll be an exciting season where we're winning football ma- football matches 100%. as well. Hundred percent agree. Yeah. Right, guys. Then uh, we'll leave it there for today. Um, we are scheduled to be back on Wednesday, uh, which is the fifteenth of August. Um, we'll have reactions to the Wolves game, and we'll look ahead to the Southampton game. Um, if you agree or don't agree with anything we've said in this podcast, then join the debate on hashtag View from the Garda Street. Our guests, um, Tom and Mark, are both on Twitter as well. I'm sure they'd love your feedback. Be nice. Um, Tom is at Tom Clark forty, and Mark is at Mark Rotty eighteen seventy eight. Um, until next week, then goodbye. You've been listening to the View from the Gladys Street podcast from the Liverpool Echo.